Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. We have with us Mr. Eli from Tafe, New South Wales, from Ballina, from all sorts of different places. The Ballina Bruiser, Mr. Eli Hedges, David Roberts. Uh, he's Levi's. Uh, <laughs> Eli is a mentor. The, the count was good today. He did a fantastic Thank count. It was great. It threw me off, to be honest with you. I wasn't expect. I wasn't expecting it. And uh, welcome. The biracial angel, <laughs> Sydney, from Sydney, but always from South Auckland, the biracial angel, Mr. Robert the Reaper Whitaker. Thank you. <laughs> Such a weird introduction. I thought it was a very fantastic it introduction. It was, but you started... Can we start a petition for Bruce Buffer to call out no, biracial no, no, angel, no, no, please? Do it's picking up everywhere. <laughs> it is a it's, yeah, it's definitely that, picked up. And because I said no straight away, everyone's just jumped on it. It's on your Wikipedia page. <laughs> You probably put it there. No, nah, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> That's true. You wouldn't. So I don't know how to do it. I just want to shout out our sponsor, Kaplan Homes. They put downlights here. They're going to put up a little feature wall at the back, and they're going to clean this whole place up. Um, really, really fantastic people. Check out, what do you call it? Is it the description or something? Where, yep. Yeah, please check them out. Um, the bio? Is that it? The bio? Is it the bio? The description. Yeah, the description the, below. below. Check below. Yeah. Check below. Check below. Um, because we they, we are offering some pretty cool stuff through them. Uh, fantastic people. Uh, they've built a home for me. I don't live in that home. And they've supported me since day one. Yep. Absolutely day, day one. 100%. First sponsor. First sponsor for you. First sponsor. So um, And it wasn't a small sponsorship either. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's just been ticking over and they've just continuous support. So uh, please look at them. Look them up in the description below and yeah, get a house built. All right, I think we should get started straight away with the ticket giveaway. Well, we're going to lead with that. I, I think so. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Let's get straight into out it. Out of the gate. Out of the gate. Out of the gate. Um, well, let's let's start off with the Reaper Gear ticket giveaway. Yes. Okay. So, um, just want to say, can, like, thank you very much to everyone who entered, everyone who who participated and followed the rules and, and left a description on why they should receive the the tickets. A lot of the responses were were, were beautiful responses. They were very very touching you know a lot of them were people who had supported me since day dot and uh continue to do so i wish i had 100 tickets so that i could just give them out to everyone but unfortunately could only pick one and um this goes to a long long time fan as a, a lot of you were um where's all the gear has purchased all the gear and uh the winner of the reaper gear tickets is darren leeton so congratulations to darren leeton Thank you very much for entering, and I'll be in touch shortly so that you can, um, yeah, you come come watch me trade in in, in Melbourne. Uh, we also congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> We're also going to give away uh, to one lucky person, one of the new foundation members for Gracia Tarman. There are still a couple more foundation memberships uh, available, but we like literally a couple more. Um, we have. Uh, we were meant to draw this person out the other day, but uh, we couldn't, we didn't do it. Rob and I were sick, actually. And uh, so we ran this, the prize for one person, two tickets, so you can take your spouse or someone else's spouse or <laughs> whatever you want to do. You can even give the tickets away. Um, look how well this camp's going. There's probably, honestly, 60, 70% chance Rob's going to fight this time. <laughs> so it's the best, best, best thing, best he's looked um so that person is mr andrew hunt 
He's the proud winner of the Gracia Time and Foundation memberships. Two tickets. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. And then we have a very, very special prize. Mystery prize. The mystery prize. It's a civilian award for humanitarian services. Um, step forward and receive your prize, Silent Rogue. This goes to Mr. Steve Riley. It's Steve. Steve, that's how he spells it. Um, no, some of you don't know who this person is because you see him day by day and he's like a superhero. But when you see him with his megaphone, you know who he is. <laughs> he's the guy at the press conference. Now, we don't necessarily condone the disruption of the behavior, and he does. I, Me personally, I got the idea from Mr. Israel Adesanya. He was the one that suggested we give him some sort of prize. He mentioned to Rob that Rob should pay him something. So some of this does belong to Israel because it was Israel that put the seed in my mind <laughs> that you should get a prize. So, Steve, I'd like you to be kind to Israel when you see him because it was because of him that you're getting one of the tickets. Yeah. So thank you. So thank you to him when you see him because yeah, he, he deserves some of the thanks for that. 100%. Um, Mr. Steve Riley, you will receive, you'll be the proud winner Steve. of Steve <laughs> of, of one ticket. One ticket. One ticket, Steve. I'll see you there, mate. Make sure you're decked out in that fabulous shirt. Thank you very much, Steve, for all your performances <laughs> yeah. um, in and outside of the octagon. A lot of people were asking me, they're like, did you pay the guy? Uh, Izzy himself asked me, he goes, did you pay him? And I go, brother, <laughs> you cannot pay for that le level of actor. <laughs> and if anyone knows you, they know that you have short arms and long pockets. Wow. And that uh, you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't, he wow. wouldn't shout his best mate a meat pie if he was starving. So. Hey. I will shout any mate of mine a meat pie. Man. Yeah. All right. All right. You had to jump all over that, didn't you, mate? You're making this awkward. Didn't you? Just because I didn't pay for any meals today. Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> do you want to... Uh, it's your turn. Do you want to address the virtual reality boxing now or uh, after? Yes. Uh, so, um, a lot of weeks, for, for, for several weeks, uh, Fab has been talking a lot of trash talk. He's been making a lot of false statements. He's been saying he's the champ, he won, he won, blah, blah, blah. Now there is hard evidence out there that shows me just about decapitating you. Just about decapitating you. You know, clearly proven you are delusional. <laughs> There's no doubt in that. But also that I am the superior gamer and superior virtual boxer. How? Well, what are you talking about? What happened? I beat you. In what? In virtual boxing. Are you serious? I see what you're doing here. <laughs> you're doing it again. No. But everyone saw out there that I absolutely hammered you. And I received a lot of messages, a lot of message, heartfelt messages from... From David. No, from, from a the lot David, of... David, the guy that edited the, the video. A lot, a lot of the... Your fucking number one fan over there. <laughs> I received a lot of heartfelt messages from, from people from the cult of Fab, which is a thing. <laughs> There's a, there is a cult out there for Fab. Thank you, guys. They call them Fabolites. <laughs> There's heaps of them. But um, they were all messaging me with heart, like, heart concerns. Like, why do you have to go do Fab like that? Why do you go do fab like he that? He didn't do me like anything. <laughs> why why do you do fab that hard? <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. This will happen. And you can see it. You can see how hey, it's edited. Anything you say is just... Because you've broken the trust level between us and our viewers now. Like, they're not, no. They've only got to listen to half of it, maybe. No, what happened was, and you can see it, we came out, right? Everyone was siding with Rob. Everyone was siding with Rob, <laughs> right? And that's... First, he did his whole thing where he doesn't turn up. Right, so he didn't turn up, but you can see that clearly. Even David, there were technical issues. 
That's nah. Even David, who does Rob's washing, <laughs> right? He came to me. David just speaks the truth. He's actually your buddy. No, no, no. Ashcroft. Ashcroft. He should He's be. your buddy. He's not even allowed anywhere near Green Valley anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's for high treason. But what, what happened was this. We, we started boxing and I kept him at the end of my jab. Kept him bop, 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 dotting him up everywhere. And then I hit him, boom, and dropped him. This is true fact. You can see that. This is, where it, this is where it gets ugly. I dropped him. I hit him sort of like here. And he was wobbled. He was out. They, they counted, but you don't see it because they edit. David, David edited. They, they counted 25. 25 for him. I counted them. That's 25 seconds. Everyone you knows, can't count. How, how, big's a box, how long is a count in boxing, Eli? 10 count. It's a 10 count, not a 25 <laughs> count. That's exactly right. They counted in 25, then they let him continue. It was, have you seen that like Burmese boxing or whatever it is where if they knock you out, they give you two minutes to, to recover. You know the one with headbutt? Yeah. I can't say the name properly. Luthway or something like that it is. You're allowed to headbutt. That crazy girl, Juliana, did it in the in the house. Yeah, you're allowed to headbutt in that. And then if you get knocked out, you have two minutes to get back in. I knocked Robert out asleep, you know, and they let him recover. They let him come back in. I clearly wasn't asleep. Then I dropped him again. No, you didn't. You dropped me I once. I dropped him again. You dropped me once. Once. I dropped him again. Then everyone was like, no, Fab, you There can't. is a video of it. You dropped me once. An edited video. I'm just telling the viewers. <laughs> it's not edited. That whole sequence is... Oh, look at David. He hasn't even got a microphone. He's jumping in for you. And, and then after that, after that, what happened was they were explaining to me, oh, this is what you have to do, blah, 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 blah. You can't move your feet. That's what they were saying to me. They took take the, away. Yeah, take away his footwork. They took away my footwork and I'm giving away 15 kilos. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they want me to fight in a phone booth. Yeah, you, I'm not made for that, man. Look you, at my arms. You know Look at my though, long arms. You know, though, like I, I, I hammered you. I hammered you. You, you couldn't get up. I, I kept, dropped you twice. I kept dude. knocking you down and you just couldn't get up. You died. They kept changing the rules. And, and, and. And then we played again. And, and that's the thing that David edited. We didn't play again. Well, where's the real video then? Why isn't the real video up? That's the video. But the video of us, of me knocking you out, where is that actual footage? <laughs> hey? Where is the footage of the fight? It's there. No, it's not. The, it's the whole fight. The whole fight from start to finish is there. No, the actual footage of the fight hasn't is not there. It hasn't been edited. It is a real Oh, see? It has not been edited. See, see? see what? You and David, and you didn't put up footage of the actual fight on the oh video. That's what happened. Mate. I won. <laughs> not only... I knocked you not out. Not only did I ice you and you had nothing to say. You can see in the clip how depressed and how sad and nothing to say you have. I got fucking cheated. I expected no. more no. from, not from you, no, but you at can least see, from him. You can see how upset you are. And, you know, everyone loses. It happens. But 100% everyone sniped, loses, but I won. You also sniped my character. I said from the very beginning, <clears throat> I want to be young Creed. And you took him and I had old Creed. <laughs> no, I was old Creed. I, no, I was old Creed. You were young, fresh. I wanted vibrant, to be, I wanted to be old Creed. Creed. No, wanted... you didn't. You, you only took Creed after I said, I want to be young Creed. And you locked him straight away. Straight away. I you wanted to be him, Apollo, dude. And I was old nah. Creed. Creed that like came back after retirement. Be real. Who, be would I, who would I have picked Eli? Adonis or Apollo? Be real. No, old Creed. Yeah. He didn't pick old Creed. He picked young. Why would I be a fresh, hungry Creed? 
That has great Dude, I'm a student of the game, dude. No, I did you. I watched. I did you. No, no, no. It's I watched that there. Russian take you. that man's life. I did you. That man's a hero. You had too much to no. drink. Go home. No, 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 no. So that's what happened. Anyway, so I won in the virtual reality box. You didn't. And I won comfortably. Hey, right? I'm getting worried, fam. Calm yourself. <laughs> I'm just telling the Calm truth. Calm yourself. No, it's I'm not, not the part truth. of this little thing where you're, it's not you're the David. Truth. Like, it's I the truth. I don't know how Then you why could... don't you release the real footage? Why are you lying to me? And to our listeners. I'm not lying. You are lying. Even David knows. <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, David, who won? Rob won. Where's the go? footage? <laughs> the footage is online. The oh, where is it? Put the link up. <laughs> the footage is there. I want to see it. The I'll, footage how is come, there. How come you can't show the footage? It's there already. Link, all of our listeners, all of our, all of our listeners, ask where the footage is. The real uncut raw footage of the actual oh, yeah. fight. Click our channel and go to videos. It is literally the last video. There's two videos side by side. You yes. can't cut them parallel. No, 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 no. The footage of the screen of the actual fight no. that happens in the fight. You, you, why don't you put that up? Because <laughs> I smashed you. You know that. You didn't. You're a, I smashed you. You are embarrassing yourself. <laughs> no, I'm telling the truth. Have you been drinking? <laughs> Viewers, please. Ask for the uncut raw footage of no, the actual fight, the, the video game. The footage is there. The footage is there. I smashed him. I, I, it was honestly embarrassing. You are delusional, my friend. It was embarrassing. He couldn't move. He couldn't move his flat feet. He couldn't move. I threw a spinning hey, elbow. Every, I connected with that. Whole, every round. Dude, if I, there were leg kicks. Every oh. round, I took the fight to you. You wouldn't leave your corner. Because they told me, don't move your feet. You coward. You sit there. They said to me, don't You don't walk with your feet. You walk with your thing. It's virtual boxing. Yeah, because you had everyone coaching you. And I still, <laughs> you were I in still the, smashed If you. you look on the video, I you were in the you. studio. You I were there you. with all the computers and high-tech people. Put the footage up. I was in some storeroom. Look, all I'm going to do is this. That's this why is, it took me so long to log in. All because I'm I was do in the storeroom on someone's calculator. Put up. Put the footage up. That's it. That's all i got to say. It's up there. Put the footage and it's then we can talk. It's up there. Who do you, you believe? Hillary? You can actually see. You can actually see the boxing, the actual boxing, off that guy's phone in the in the clip. In the clip, you can see you sleeping away. Who do you believe? Snoozing away. I, I can only go from what I've seen, and I've seen them grab you and say, "Stop moving your feet." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. True or not? Take away your footwork. Oh, what do you got? You there you go. You know, it's virtual boxing. <laughs> you can't take away your footwork. It's not, virtual you, boxing. There are so no feet. You're not allowed to use footwork. There are no feet. <laughs> It's virtual box. You move your feet like this. <clears throat> that seems that's, like hand movement to that's, me. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's why you see Fab doing that's the rumble ball. all the time. <laughs> you see him doing some is, is that right that they work. told me, oh, don't use your feet, just stand there and bang? Like, that's not me, man. You didn't leave I'm the a corner. cerebral fighter. You didn't leave the corner, you coward. I had to go to you. Because they said Looked to me, like you're on the front foot, yeah. Yeah, they said to me, don't move the whole time. Fucking hell. What are you? Well, everyone's got to be on your side. I'm just wondering why he's also lying. You got your little pet mate over there. Fuck off. I'm just telling the truth. How'd you get Eli in your pocket? It's the fucking truth. The world knows it's, it's the truth. It's not the truth. The world knows it's true. It's not the truth. Okay, doesn't matter. Let's move on. Let's move on before we have to. This gets heated. <laughs> it already is heated. Eli, I won't forget this, brother. No, what? I'm just no, saying no, what I've seen. You, you saw it, eh? When they said to me, don't no. use my feet. I seen that bit. They grabbed you, didn't they? <laughs> they did. Did you see the bit where I'm standing over him at the end? 
may have seen that bit. There you yeah, go. No. Oh, oh, there you go. There you I go. I knocked you down, and then they said, stop using your feet, and then, oh, you won. Okay, cool. Hey. Okay, well, next, this fight that you're coming, I'm going to say it to you from the corner. You won. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to say it Don't use your feet, Rob. You said. And I'm going to hold one of your fucking You said up. it just then. You I'm, won. I'm going to jump the, I'm gonna jump the fucking <clears throat> octagon when you're fighting, and I'm going to tackle your feet like this. <laughs> and, and even if he doesn't want to hit you, I'm going to yell at him to hit you. I'll still win. I don't care. I'm going to do that. Well, I still won. I, I would I would pay like at least a couple hundred dollars to see you climb the fence and tackle me. Okay. <laughs> just, just see you hanging on to my legs for dear life and yelling at, Is he? Bash him. Imagine the followers I'd get. Yeah, massive. Huge. Massive. They'd be real useful in jail. Let's, let's move right along, people. Um, so that was that. Anyways, let's yes. not let's not flog a dead horse. I won the boxing in the box. All right. Um, the fights on the weekend. What do you think? Fights on the weekend. Oh, they, were, they were great. They were great. I I thought they would be great fights, and they were great fights. What do you think? Let's work from the bottom of the main card mm. upwards. Derek Brunson versus Ian Heinish. That was all right. It was all right. This um, I think Brunson looked better than he than he has in recent fights in that one, but. He still didn't look great. Um, this isn't a personal dig at you. I always have to always have to finish with this because everyone just gets upset, like I'm attacking them. This isn't personal at you. This is what I saw. You feel free to pick apart everything I do. Um, but yeah, I didn't think he looked great. Uh, mm, I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought it was all right. What was it? Do you think it was the guys, the other guys? Because I, I thought he he looked good, and I I, I rate that in. Heinish guy, like he, he seems like he can box and wrestle, he's good grappling. What was it that you thought you didn't, wasn't that great about um, um, Brunson? Um, well, just wasn't that, it's not that it wasn't that great, I just thought he got tired and then looked sloppy when he got, got tired, you know. Did eat that head kick early on, you know, I think there were a lot of doubts to his chin thinking that he quit and uh he didn't his chin was there he didn't die to that head kick early on and uh he i thought his grappling was all right i thought his grappling was pretty good he's landing in a lot of good positions he gave up a lot of positions because he was like tired as well you know who that guy um what's his what's a his what was his opponent's name ian heinish ian, ian heinish you know who, who he reminds me of is hermanson the guy that just beat jacare he looks in like what a, way he looks like to me, he looks like a like a less, a not as good version of him. I know. Hey, again, no offense. You're just smashing people. <laughs> what do you want from me? Like this, this is objective anyway. Like I don't care for either opponent, but um, either guy. But yeah, I just thought he just like his style. Like in that fight, in that particular fight, I have not seen a ton of Ian fight before, so he may never have fought like that again or before, but. In that fight, I thought he he looked like Hermanson, but didn't execute it as well as Hermanson does. Do you think that that that's what made Brunson look a little bit more gassed or something? Because um, they fought at times, they fought at a relatively high pace. For yeah, I thought the, the first round was a uh, pretty high pace. You know what? That Ian guy was uh, getting caught. I think he was uh, a little put put off with the the southpaw work because uh, Brunson was landing straight down the pipe with that left hand over and over and over. You know, he was, yeah, I, it wasn't a striking battle. 
It wasn't a striking battle. And uh, Do you think it was two wrestlers having a striking match? Yeah, it was. It clearly was. But Brunson was the better, was the better wrestler. And you could see that. And uh, Brunson's defense, wrestling defense was pretty pretty schmick. Yeah. Like very schmick, to be honest. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought the double underhook takedown he got, that big step over, yeah. was, was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Because he got that and then went straight to the back after that. Lost the back after that, but... I thought that was cool. That was cool. I couldn't do that. I'd like to, but I don't think I could. I just don't have the leg length. <laughs> okay. What do you think? No, I, I thought it was, um, it, in a nutshell, I thought it was like two wrestlers kind of having a, a kickboxing match, which, which happens sometimes. So, like Sometimes you see two strikers having a grappling match and grapplers look at it and go, that's not a really nice grappling match, but... Mm. Um, I thought it was two wrestlers having a striking match and I felt that Brunson was a little bit better striker and a little bit better I don't know if he was a little bit better wrestler because the other he was getting his wrestling off better because the other dude was always on the back foot because of the striking. Yeah. And um then Brunson started to come into his own and kind of get his range and get his confidence and I think the the thing that makes Dane, uh, Brunson very dangerous is when he's confident. Yeah, we and, said it last week. Yeah, and so when he started getting, because when he got rocked in that, okay, he showed a lot of composure, which was which was good. Um, but then as the fight progressed, he started getting more confident and more confident and more confident, and he started to get like a, a bit of a thing going. And when when that happens, when that happens with Brunson, is he's hard to stop. And I think when he's not confident, there's a big difference in his um massive like, in, in his ability to fight like that fight he had against romero at the time that was a great fight and that's that, the best i've seen him fight yeah that was that was beautiful he was very composed they look like two different fighters that's it and i i well when we were preparing for you that was the brunson we were expecting mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and i think he didn't come out that measured with you i think he came out too like you know, too crazy, too, too. Because all my trash talk got in his head. It does. Your trash talk is insane. <laughs> Your trash talk is insane. I, I keep, I still use to this day what he said against other people all the time. What do you say? Like, <laughs> when I talk to you, talk shit, get hit. That didn't fare well for you though in this boxing match. Hey, I cleaned you up. Um, <laughs> Gabriel Benitez versus Sadiq Yusuf. Gabriel Benitez was the name of a kid in my um, class that I was teaching. They used to teach at TAFE. And uh, when I when um, I saw it, I was like, "Nah, cannot be." He was he was this like little Filipino kid. He was like into break dancing and basketball and other Filipino stuff. Oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> I was going to say, "You're not going to go there, are you?" Fam? Is that wrong? Filipinos know that they're good at that. They love their. They basketball, love break dancing and, and basketball. So do African Americans. But... Are they as good break dancers as Filipinos? You know, we'll have to look it up. Know. I personally think that Filipinos are amazing breakdancers. I don't know why everyone got offended all of a sudden. I didn't. But I wouldn't get offended if someone said, you know, Latin American soccer players. I'd be like, what? These two fucking Mr. Sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> what goes on in your heads? At least they're good breakdancers. Basketball. Yeah. They love basketball. No, no, they're crazy over it. They love it. They had a big brawl with the Australian team. Yeah. And that kid, what's that kid's name? The, the African kid. The... They threw a flying knee. Oh, what's his name? Is it the number one sport in the Philippines? Basketball? You know. I think it is. I think snooker might be as well. Okay. They're into it hard. Yeah. They're into it hard. I know that. I know Manny Pacquiao is like a gun snooker player. <laughs> you know what? 
I look at him and I think, yeah, he can play a game. And he could win the fight too in the pub. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Mate, you wouldn't be taking his left hand, I'll tell you that now. Wouldn't be throwing hands. Um, throwing chairs. <laughs> so what do you think of that fight? Because I'm tough like that. No, you missed the reference, but it's okay. Um, what do you think of the of the Gabriel Benitez Sadiq Yusuf fight? I um Yeah, I just I just wanted to see Sadiq throw bombs. <laughs> like I just wanted to see him throw bombs for the whole fight. And he did. And then he got clipped. And then he got back up and he kept his composure and then knocked him out. And it was beautiful. I thought it was great. I think he just got so much power for that division. Because I, I and aggression. I didn't see it like that. I thought that that he got put on the back foot quite a bit in that fight. The first part, I think he was landing those shots, and then um, the Gabriel Benitez started finding his range. He started landing more, started hurting him, really hurting him with leg kicks because at the end of the fight, Sadiq couldn't really walk properly. And then um, the Benitez had him on the back foot, and then he hit him with that like counter, boom, hit him there, but. The, the, the counter is a is a risky counter because you're slipping into the power hand. Like you're, you're getting hit at the same sort of time. They kind of traded shots at that point. Yeah, but but this guy had landed like a lot of leg kicks, like a lot of good leg kicks, and he was starting to... Well, I, I saw it like I, I was interested in the fight, but but then I, I was interested to see how it was going to go, and Sadiq Yusuf showed a lot, a lot of good things, but I, I also felt like um, the tide had started to turn in, in that fight, so he had to overcome some adversity. And I found that that really interesting. How the, the fact that he um, managed to, you know, keep keep composed and, and, and win at the end. But uh, I was impressed with that Benitez guy. He had a nice stand up and he was smart. He hit him with good leg kicks and, and he he overcame some early adversity as well. It was good. They're both really good. I, I was really impressed by Benitez. It was a as dangerous well. fight for both of them because they, they both had that that knockout power. Um, middleweight. Costa versus Romero. Do you want to kick off, Elo? Me. Why not? Let's change know. it up a bit. All right. Uh, I think from the weigh-ins, I was surprised about the size of Costa. He just looked just huge. Just, I couldn't believe how big he was and how he was going to make weight. I sent an interview on him and he was saying how he was felt like he was only two kilos over. And I think that was a day out or 24 hours out before the weigh-in. So asleep and he reckons he would make weight. I didn't see how that was going to happen, but it did happen. I thought Romero didn't look as big as he usually did. Do you know what I mean? He didn't have them, that huge, we were saying before, that orc look about him where he just looks, do you know what I mean, uh, supernatural. But I don't know. I picked it. I, I said on the podcast before that I thought I would like to see them just stand there and bash each other for three rounds, and I think that's what happened. I, I thought Costa won the fight. That's how I scored it. But How you know, did you score it, Eli? <clears throat> two and three to Costa. Oh, no, sorry. One and two to Costa. Sorry, and third to Romero. I thought it was very close the second round, but I just think Romero left that takedown a little bit too late. I think that was in the last 15 or 10 seconds. Yeah, he got that song. takedown, so was it real? I don't know. I don't think that won him the round there. What do you think of the, the way that the skills and tactics played out in that particular fight? Uh, I thought, I think we spoke about it before. There's a difference between getting caught up in the moment and they were really banging it out. I thought Romero could have utilised his wrestling a bit more. He um, that takedown attempt in the first round didn't really work for him. It sort of got he got well, he got him down, but then sort of ended up on bottom. But they scrambled, stood back up. Romero rushed after him, didn't he, with some 
crazy punches and that. Um, I just don't think he utilised that that wrestling when he had him on the back foot, second round and even the third round. There was a couple of times he had him backing up against the cage and that, and he just gave him the ring back, let him have a bit yeah, of air. Yeah, that was big as well. A big factor in that fight too, I think, was that um, when he got the low blow, how long did he, four, four minutes around? A long time. Around three minutes? Yeah. They had a breather there, and then um, the eye poke was another one, wasn't it? He poked Costa's eye. Yeah. But they, was that another two, three-minute breather yeah. there? I, I, I would have liked to see them without them breathers because I think that last round they were really um, slowing down and that. They still had plenty of power, but um, them breaks would definitely help, wouldn't it? Romero, Romero's very good at... And I honestly, when I say this, as far as that's concerned, I don't think it's cheating. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you work like uh, kind of like, you know, when they talk about like Cameron Smith in, for people who don't know, Cameron Smith is a rugby league player, he's a hooker. For people that don't live in Australia, he's not a prostitute. He's a, it's a position in rugby league, but he, he, you know, how he plays on the referees, he controls the game. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> Romero does that as well. He'll, he'll do everything that the refs, will let him do you know what i mean so you think there's some fighters out there that have a bigger power over the referees because if i'm coming up and i get poked in the eye and look at the referee he's going to tell me get fucked and keep fighting i, I do think, you know what I mean but i think romero's been he's very smart he's been competing since he's five years old yeah you know and going through the whole cuban system which is extremely competitive the the you know pan-american games world championships in wrestling and like i've been i've been i've been to the world championships in wrestling i've watched all the matches I've, I've watched that and like there's definitely countries that like us russia you know turkey georgia cuba you know there's a, you know a lot of the eastern bloc countries but in particular those ones that are named at the top of my head iran when they when their wrestlers are on like the ref has to be like super on because they are intimidating and they have a lot of um, back backing behind them. You know yep. what I mean? Um, the the caliber of athlete that like, for example, you make a mistake. Say for example, the Georgian and a Russian are in the semi final. It's not the same as in a Russian and a country that's say Australia that's not known for wrestling. So a Russian and an Australian are in the final, a semi final, semi final say more than likely the Russian's going to win. So the gravity of a mistake that you'll make, it probably is not going to decide the match, you know, but the pressure between like a Georgian and a Russian competing in, yep. in a semi-final <clears throat> is huge. If, if you're, you, that ref has got to be spot on. And those guys understand like, they can milk any single thing they can to their advantage. And they're used to doing it from an early yep. age. Like world cadets, which before when I used to go, there was under 16s. So from there on, from there on up, all those competitions are super high level. And a guy like Romero that's competed in everything from cadets up, Pan American, blah, 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 blah. He knows how to extract that. And, and, and in the UFC, he went, he didn't have like a, he went from, I'm in the UFC, I'm going straight to the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyone that watches that, they know it's Romero. He's. They know that he's going to milk minutes, and he, he does it. Good on him. That was something we actually prepared for when we were preparing for him. Yeah, we knew he was going to do it. Yeah, you have to be, you have to be ready for that. 
you know when people talk about this is the things that i find <clears throat> amusing as well like you know when people talk about mind games and that and they talk about like so and so's got you know he's a master of mind games and he's a master at this because he does this in the press conference and to me i find all that bullshit like I, to me to us to our team but the guy that's that to me plays the mind games the most in the is romero he doesn't talk a lot of shit and that even lulls you into a false sense of confidence he's very nice very personable very amicable very uh charismatic we've met him a lot of times and he probably is like that he's probably not putting on an act um he's very gentlemanly and everything but there's zero like zero and he's gonna rip your fucking head off if he can you know yeah and he's gonna do whatever they allow him to do if if he sticks his fingers in your eyes and the ref doesn't stop it it's going into the knuckle you know what i mean like, yeah and you that there's there are things that we prepared for a lot like not eye gouging in particular but it definitely to to the mind games like there's a lot of other guys that they get in there and they might have talked a lot before the game before the fight blah 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 but you see you see them quick you see that they don't want it romero had a broken fucking eye socket he was never ever gonna quit yeah that was never and that's um that's a that gamesmanship and being so game how he is as well like that's fucking huge man did you did you think he looked significantly smaller the biggest i've seen him is in rob and him too when, when, when he walked into the cage versus rob in that second fight i was like what the fuck? <laughs> further to that before that before that we were in brooklyn with him and when i saw him i was i said to everyone and i said and said you know this i said he's not going to make weight he looked <laughs> fucking jacked he looked like he was so, on his way to ifbb pro yeah me and dave were talking about this today at lunch would this have something to do with him now discovering that his supplements have been tainted i'll, I'll go let, let me go one <clears> back but the best i've ever seen him the best Romero I ever seen was Rob and him one. Yeah. Rob and him two, and maybe him and Weidman, R Romero Weidman, and Rob and Romero one. Romero and Rob two, he didn't look good to me, but he caught Rob with a couple of big shots, and that allowed Romero to get back in in the fight. And that um, anyone that's not anyone that doesn't see that, just. Take your Romero glasses off for a second, because I am a Romero fanboy myself. But take them off for a second. In the first two rounds, he got his fucking eye broken. He got his eye socket broken, you know? And he was not doing well in that fight until he landed that big shot in the third, came back. Then he still copped damage in the third as well, took a massive headshot. Fourth round, he didn't have it his way. He caught Rob at the end with another shot. Fifth round, he caught Rob and and he, he, he went for it, but he didn't have any gas left to, to finish the fight. The fight ended on the feet. That's how the fight went. If they had scored that fight a draw, I would have gone, I accept, you know, that's fucking a yep. draw. If they had given it to Romero, I would have been like, I, I, did, I, I don't agree with it, but under a 10 point must system, but all right, cool. It's a, it's a close fight, you know? Um, but Romero one was the best I've seen him. Romero two was the most fucking jacked I've ever seen a middleweight ever <laughs> until yesterday yeah i was gonna say right? there's an argument there and then this fight with costa i i didn't see there was something about him that 
was a little different, to, to be honest with you. Not taking, maybe, honestly, maybe it was Costa. I was going to say, well, could it be because he was in 100%. the cage with someone who, who looked who? even more jacked than what he ever has? And and allow and put that pressure on him because no one has fought him quite like that. And Costa packs a lot of power. So maybe it was Costa that made him look like that. Costa also been, he's also been, had a suspension before, hasn't he, for tainted supplements or taking something that he said was a, a sleeping pill or something that he said he thought he took, but it was actually something else? From my understanding, that what I understand is he got served a retroactive suspension for, um, uh, what do you call it, the IV, that, and, the uh, IV yep. and the IV had traces of a drug that is for um, stomach, some, if something's wrong. That's, yeah, stomach, I remember him saying I believe the drug stomach. is Placen, 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 Placen. Um, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Um, and that's what I think, that's what, from my understanding of, of, of um, so he's he's had that and Romero for thing. The, the thing is, and I'm, again, I'm a huge Romero fan. Let's say that it was a tainted supplement. He didn't mean to take it. Okay, he didn't mean to take it. But, like, I think it was Jacare that, that, that he narrowly beat in that, in that fight. Yep. <clears throat> it's still derailed Jacare's career. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, like even, even if I drive out of here drunk, even if I don't mean it, I'm still going to get booked. Like, it's in my system, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's shit for him, man. It, let's say it was tainted and he didn't mean to take it. He has to live with that as well, you know what I mean? So, it is what it is. In the fight, Romero took another one of them head kicks, didn't he? Mm. I think um, Costa got him with a yeah with Wolf another Wolf. solid head kick, which I went. That reminded me of yeah, another time where Dude, he you could take and, a fucking shot. Yeah, there's no doubting that for sure. But um, yeah, it's how I thought were, how I liked to watch the fight. You know what I mean? They just stood there and bang. I just thought that maybe yeah, Romero could have utilised his uh, wrestling a bit more mm. to actually just get over the line. But but to the point that I was saying like. The best I've seen him was when he fought Rob the mm. first time, and that's the last time that he's used his wrestling like that. When, like, um, yeah, which when you said like, what about the strategies and tactics? Uh, fine, I watch strategy or tactics. <laughs> like, like um, <laughs> the helicopters again. <laughs> Why is it every time you come here, Fab? The, the, the you bring the your helicopter. helicopters are <laughs> flying over above. <laughs> Shot it down. <laughs> I told Shot you. I told you before as well. He loves it. <clears throat> um, yeah. You for those that don't know, I was washing my gi um, that I don't use. <laughs> you um, you said before, like, what about the strategy and tactics? That it, like, what strategy or tactics? In, in which fight? The Costa Romero. Like, what what strategy or tactics? Well, I think I think the strategy and tactics for for Costa was to to pressure. To, to come forward with pressure and just put that pressure on Romero. I thought I thought Costa did well at mixing it up. Um, he likes to throw that rear right hand just straight, but he would mix it up to the body and that. It just didn't really have much of an effect on on um, Romero mm. as much as maybe he thought. I don't, yeah, I, I think I think if Romero won, fought him from my fight, like Romero won, it would have smashed him. How old is Romero now? 42. 42. 42. Well, that's that's got to play. And tainted supplements. But. I, I I feel I feel that 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 it wasn't there like that 
that, like, I, I think that Romero's strategy and tactic was to let him to try and wear him out in the early rounds and, and go, like, let him gas himself out and, and then go later on. And Kostya's was to get him out of there. But what I feel was that they didn't really have, like, a, a second phase to their, to their thing. Like if, if, like, if Romero couldn't gas Kostya enough and couldn't finish him, it, it became what it was. And if Kostya couldn't get him out of there, they were going to, you know, they, they had a slugfest in a very close fight. Um, I honestly couldn't pick a winner in that one. No. Like, I, I, but I was, I was like you. I was like, if I have to, I, I, I pick Kostya, you know, because I, I thought it was very, very, very close though. Like, I, I picked Kostya because, like you said, I think I feel the takedown at the end of the second didn't didn't really get the job done, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, and he, pushed, round, he went forward he, them first two two rounds. He went forward them first two rounds, Costa. He also got the knockdown in the yeah, that was in the second round, first, wasn't it? First, oh, sorry, first, first round. But the one that I thought on Costa that wasn't. I didn't think it was much of a knockdown if you were scoring it in boxing. More than a he got hit in an off balance position. I don't think it was who, so who got who got when Costa got when he fell over or got dropped. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was more he got hit off balance than what it was. Do you know what I mean him falling from? Do you know what I mean a, a clean shot? But they definitely. <clears throat> um, it, the problem is with the judges; they'll just see that you know they see it. Sometimes if you, yep, you, you can't tell. No, but I, I, I had Costa just winning it. I just. thought. I thought like when when the fight was finished, I thought like Costa's the younger fighter. He's the one coming up. I thought he it looks like. He won. I could see an argument for, for Romero to win because I thought Romero probably won the second half of that second round. Okay, like, that's a super close fight. So, how did you see the fight overall? I thought, um, like in what regard? Just the whole thing. Yeah, I, I thought, dude, they were throwing some heavy leather, heavy leather, heavy leather. They were taking big shots from each other, massive shots from each other. I, I don't know how they're both standing. Like, <laughs> they were massive shots. Um, yeah, I, I th thought. Costa came in, did, did what he usually does, goes in, goes ballistic, throws bombs nonstop. And he, he couldn't get Romero out of there. And Romero started throwing bombs back. Romero, obviously, having experienced the later rounds, um, those five round fights, because I think that was that literally was Costa's longest fight he's had. Yeah, he hasn't went past seven yeah. minutes, they said. So um, I think Romero having that experience started changing the tide. I thought Romero should have taken that, that takedown in the second much earlier. I think I could have won in the round, but he didn't for whatever reason. And then he, he tailed him up in round in round three. Like, yeah, I want to ask you something, Rook. Could have gone either way. I want to ask you, you know when you push someone into the cage, is there a reason why you would, as an experienced fighter, not as a beginner, you know, but is there a reason why you wouldn't, in Romero's case where the fight's so close, why you wouldn't keep pushing forward? To tr like or at least keep the guy with his back to the cage where it shows that you're advancing because because a lot of the events a lot of that fight as well was costa advancing and then when <coughs> romero had the opportunity to advance he gave up the the center of the cage um yeah I, I, I don't know probably probably just to get your breath back like he gets his breath back whilst walking back into the center whilst waiting for him to for the other guy to come to the center then they start again doesn't seem like much but when you're gassed, every second counts. But if you're walking backwards and then the other guy starts pushing forward on you, now you've lost any advantage that you did have. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. 
Like, I, I, I don't know. I'll, plus, I, I, honestly, I think it was for the breath thing. Like, I, it doesn't, honestly, it seems stupid and doesn't seem like a lot, but I guarantee you, like, there are a lot of guys that give up, give up, like, uh, control just so they can walk back to that center and you have, like, two breaths of unmolested, like, breathing, breathing time, you know? Um, but in saying that, I don't think Romero attacks well guys on the cage. I think he his whole thing was like lull you into that. You come forward and then go ballistic forward in that weird way he does, and then try to clip you. Because like he doesn't. He wants that broken space yeah, kind of thing. He wants to use his dynamic movements and his explosion. And you know what? A big thing he does, and he's been doing it for years. He does it great. And I think he's, he banks it on even more now. So with his his newest fight, fighting style is that he plays possum like yeah. Like he loves that. He loves going backwards, takes a shot, looks hurt, looks away, and then does like a jumping, spinning, backflip. Sticks his tongue out. Yeah. Like the tongue thing got weird by the end. Do you, do you think that, that he failed to capitalize on, on at least holding ground? I think he just didn't look desperate to win the fight. He, do you know what I mean? There was, there was times, and I'm sure his coaches would be telling him or, or if he re-looked over the fight, he just didn't have that desperation to win the fight it was like he, he enjoyed putting on the show is there a time in people's career where they've they've had their go at the title do you know what i mean they've, it hasn't come off um and now they're just i don't know going through the motions I'll, obviously he's still better. dangerous i'll do you one better honestly and this is honest because we've spoken about this before he looked like a fighter that doesn't listen to anyone but himself in, in what fight. way he just did whatever he wanted to do he he did like he didn't he just did whatever he felt he wanted to do he didn't follow a game plan that was made for him he didn't like i'm sure if he if he's like if you sat down with the coaches 100 percent, his coaches would have said control him on the fence like keep that space anyone from the outside anyone any one of the coaches would have been like keep his back to the fence he's gassed he's got nowhere to go you know what i mean and i'm sure he just didn't follow advice and just did his own thing because his coaches have said that before that he just goes mad he just does his own thing it's frustrating as a coach. Did you have him winning the fight? Mm, no, not winning. I, I thought I thought it was like super, super close. Like, like I would have called it maybe even a draw. I thought a draw would have been good. Yeah, I would have been happy with a draw. Yeah, I. Either way, I wouldn't have been like whatever. Like it's it could have gone either way. It was that close? I thought it was very close too. Yeah, I, I would have been happy with a draw. Like. Should have been a draw. But I will give this to Costa because to me, he was the one that genuinely, when you watch it, he was genuinely, you know, like desperate to win. He was yeah. the one genuinely, I want to finish you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought that, yeah. And Romero, I can't believe I'm saying this about Romero. Romero kind of lacked a bit of killer instinct, I feel. Whereas other times, like, if you're hurt, kind of gassed against Romero, I think, like, I'll uh, prepare your coffin for you. I, I think Romero got de, de, de heartened. Like, like, that's um, what i was just mentioning before like, is this when, when he landed those bombs on costa and costa didn't go anywhere he was like oh no what were you what was the question the original question no no sorry i was saying was there is there a time when you just get dehearted as a or do you know what I mean as a fighter where you just go this isn't going my way am i do you know what I mean you you can either get desperate to win the fight or be complacent i sort of think he was a little bit complacent um I have to imagine that he'd be tired, man, at 42 years old. Mm. Still still training, still fighting. And and it would take a lot out of you, man. Like, 
you lose two decisions in in two five minute in two two five round wars yeah and the last one he lost he lost it like they both left everything in there everything in there like like in fairness like honestly no one deserved to lose that second fight like in in, in a way you know what i mean like it was so fucking close it was like yesterday as well like it was close dude like costa got the nod good for him you know it's big big difference between that fight who are ranked what's romero's number two where, where was costa ranked five i, th I think he might have been ranked a little higher but i mean like lower i think six yeah. six big difference between them and and the brunson in that fight yeah in in i don't know power and um they, they looked like if aliens caliber. came down there today yeah yesterday they would have thought they're different species <laughs> that's that's my opinion like no i agree I, I like really... they they don't look like anyone else in the middleweight division like they they don't like i i look at i look at who else the only other person i could think like israel's a big guy like he's kind of skinny but he's he's not skinny like i fucking say he's skinny he's a big guy he doesn't look a costure um man they took some shots man the shots they took rockhold is the only other person that i could say like has that physique yep and he's tall and he's big but but nah I, i'd say costure looks bigger at middleweight than rockhold looks at light heavyweight you know what i mean like yep. they, they it just looks they, they, they're fucking monsters. I've seen something Costa came out and said because of his muscle mass, because muscles hold a lot of water, it makes it easy for him to cut weight. Yeah, if you're very lean, that's because where, where, yeah. the, where, the, where, the, where the weight comes from is the water. That's you just lose water weight and you lose the water in your muscles. He didn't look like he lost much muscle. Anyway. No, you don't lose muscle, you lose the water. Yeah, the water, yes, yeah, so that makes back. it easy. Yeah. So... Um, What's it, who was next? Who was Diaz, up there? Diaz. Diaz and Pettis. What a fucking fight. Yeah, called, I called that one. So did I. Did you, mate? Yeah. I have to review what, what actually happened. Um, what did you think of that fight, Eli? Oh, no, I enjoyed I enjoyed it, but it probably not as much as what... I don't know. I thought, they, I thought Diaz definitely looked a little bit rusty. I don't know if it was because of the higher weight and he went out a little bit too much in that first round. They were looking a little bit tired, a little bit sloppy. It's how it's how I think we all agreed that we thought the fight would go. He said um, he trained different for it. He yeah. trained different for it. Yeah, he said he trained like Pettis. Yeah, I actually heard that. Yeah, he said, <laughs> he "Oh, I trained, I trained like Pettis. like Pettis, which is why I got tired." Yeah, and he goes, "I fought a bit like Pettis, <laughs> yeah. a little bit more." He tried to explode a yeah. bit, and that in the first round. Yeah. Um, Diaz can take a shot. <sighs> Man, can, and that's what I thought was going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Because everyone knows he has a great chin. Ferguson wrote the book how to beat Pettis. Like, you just, yeah. you just lay on that thick pressure until Pettis fades. And um, but he, a few other guys did it before him as well. Because I think Al Alvarez beat Pettis too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and did Dos Santos fight Pettis and beat him like that too? I think Dos Santos took him down a lot though. Yeah, but but it's still that forward yeah. pressure. Yeah, but <clears throat> well. Uh, so yeah, Diaz like it just did that. I thought Pettis might have the power to, to drop him, like he dropped Ferguson, like he dropped what like Stone Cold Ice Wonder Boy, but nah, he's got chin. Yeah, no, nah, he's definitely and got then, a chin. You know what blew me away in that fight was was Nate's jujitsu. Like I knew it was top caliber, but watching him put it all over Pettis because Pettis has great. Yeah, we had too. we had this conversation today. Blake thought that 
Pettis would be able to out to him with jiu-jitsu. And I said, oh, no. when Nadoff's yeah. <laughs> his back was beating him up. Yeah. With elbows and punches and it was, do you know what I mean? It Should was- a couple of Irma platters, like- Yeah. Do you know the difference is that uh, Alex was saying this, Alex Pratis, the our jiu-jitsu coach, like there's a difference between like you being good at jiu-jitsu and you going up against a good jiu-jitsu guy. And Pettis is good at jiu-jitsu and he'll, he'll tap a lot of good guys. Yeah. But Nate Diaz is, is a good jiu-jitsu guy. Like Nate Diaz has gone up against proper good guys in jiu-jitsu comps and beat them. Like he, he's, he'd be competitive in jiu-jitsu, you know? He might now, because obviously he's been con- concentrating on fighting, he probably won't, he's not going to win Mundials, but um, like he could compete in jiu-jitsu. Up there, for sure. I, I don't know how up there he'd be. Like I can't say because he'd probably be insulting to like guys like Craig Jones and whatnot, but he'd definitely be able to to compete in, in good comps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's, that that's a massive difference. Like when they hit the ground, you could really see that difference. Yeah, no, I, I, I think so. I, I just, I couldn't believe that they, Blake thought they were on the same same stage of, of dual mean jiu-jitsu. Like you said, I think there's a big difference between someone who's good at jiu-jitsu and someone who's, what was it? Someone who's good at jiu-jitsu and someone who's- Who's a good jiu-jitsu yeah, guy. Yeah, good jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah, yeah for actual sure. actual jiu-jitsu guy. Yeah. You know? There's guys who can come in and they're athletic and- um, Oh, you might catch him in a guillotine, yeah. if, you know, yeah. whatever. But it's the same as anything else. There's a difference between by being being a good striker and then you're going up against a striker. You yeah. know what I mean? That's competitive at striking. And yeah, okay, you might catch him with something or whatever. But when they put like that that pace on you, that, that boxing fitness, and they cut off the cage or the ring, and you know they start setting traps, and the fight gets dirtier and uglier, and they just like still got their fitness and still landing the jabs and the body shots and then it just starts to add up it's a different game yeah you know you might have power and you might have power for two rounds but in a five round fight yeah and that's a problem with diaz as well he he can box yeah like he can proper box and that that's really difficult as well to keep up with where's that leave showtime now because he's went down weight that didn't work for him lightweight hasn't worked for him he's went up now Still, that now hasn't worked for him. Still real, really up to He's top five welterweight, though. Still? Yeah, for sure. He beat Wonderboy. Okay. I think... I think... I, I, Nate I, was unranked. Yeah, and he lost to him. That, that's why Eli's saying... I, I think the, the thing with him as well is like... People still want to watch him fight. Like, I like watching him fight. Yep. And so, if he, I think he's in a pretty cool position in the in that... He can go to those weights. Yeah. There's yeah. interesting fights out there, but yeah. is there a, do you know what I mean? To work his way back up the top, I think is would be a long road. Yeah, I think so as well. But he's he's good. He's fun to watch. He's, he's an interesting guy. What did you think of the fight, Rob? Of the fight, what did you think of the actual fight? I thought it was great. I thought it was great to watch. I, I did see Nate getting tired, which was unusual for him. But um, yeah, more than anything, I just saw, I saw Nate fought the way I thought he would, just pressure, a clean box, Bring him in the phone booth, beat him up. I think because Nate was tired, he didn't cut the cage off as well as he usually does because he's done a lot better than that. But more than anything, he just his his ground control was like remarkable. Like it was so good to see. Like whenever I went to the ground, even when Nate was on his back, he still looked like he was controlling it. You know, it was just a 
just a great great fight clinic all right and the main event he did take shots but he took a lot <laughs> he of took shots. a lot of shots like it's not, not like, like he not put like a, usual. it's not like he put a clinic on and did get touched <laughs> he got, yeah he, he got he got a lot of shots Do you, know, you know what i wonder though as well with diaz is like he how much he relies on that chin yeah because once that chin goes like what happens you know what i mean because yeah. he he takes a lot of shots he got hit in the second round though he really he didn't like, i'm not gonna say he didn't when i say he didn't impress me i mean like you you take it for granted if it was anyone else you'd be like, oh my god but because it's diaz and you know that he can take a shot you're just like oh he got hurt but dude in that second round and i saw it and i don't think they picked up on it exactly he came in to catch him against the cage and as he's coming in pettis goes boom and hits him right here and i see nate go like that and catch him like like hold on to him kind of shoot on him and i was watching and i thought nah he's done like he because he you could you know you can tell like you see their body language and he just kept fighting then he copped a few more shots and that's when afterwards when they're running it in between the rounds they're talking about these are the shots he got hit with some big shots again and when i was watching it live i thought nah he's gonna he's gonna get he's you know how's he gonna come back from that but he came back from it <laughs> Uh, like honestly his his ability to take punishment is takes really good shots but he's got some subtle movements as well which where do you know what I mean he he sort of absorbs the the shots he likes to use it you, know, you see how his shoulders are when he walks around his shoulders are protecting his chin do you know what I mean yeah, and he yeah, sort yeah. of these subtle movements and they can as you're punching if you clip the shoulder on the way in it takes a little bit off or he's already moving his head that way where it's taken a little bit off the punch he does that, roll with them yeah i think he i think he's really good at that and he does it really well like you said in the phone booth and that too like in that dirty boxing style where you see him get some shots sometimes but he's just he's rolling with it and it takes away some of that sting but you still have to have a concrete head 100 percent. yeah normal people just fold but yeah Fuck. and dc and Mircic? Yeah, that was a great fight to watch. I thought DC came out in that fight so, so good. Like, he's, he just looked, he was fast. He had power. He's like, he was boxing well. He just got the takedown. He's, he's like trademark takedown. He just controlled it. For the first two rounds was just all DC. And then DC slowed down just a little bit. Miocic pulled himself out of whatever hole he was in those first two rounds where he was just moving slow wasn't he wasn't fighting great and he, he even mentioned himself he like he doesn't know where where his mind was at in those first round it didn't look like he was switched on in that round three he started doing some really good things started actually fighting well and then yeah you just see that stipes like um is also at that champion level where like he just sometimes plan a doesn't work and you're on the back foot and you just gotta like Bring, consolidate bring all your things back in start again and that's exactly what he did and got the the finish on dc i thought it was a great fight to watch what do you think hello yeah i thought um i thought dc in the first couple of rounds was really controlling it well i was actually thinking if i was steve base coach i was he was really getting sucked into the way that dc was controlling the fight but then I sort of thought that DC got caught up in the fight. Do you know what I mean? He got caught up with the stand there banging type of game. And um, and then obviously that's when Stipe started to use a, hit, a bit of head movement first. I thought he started to move his head by the first two rounds. He was just taking them shots. He started to move his head a little bit, uh, started throwing some feints, which he wasn't doing in the first couple of rounds. He was just stand there banging. And then obviously he invested into the body. And that's what made the payoff. In I, the end. I think um, 
that's one of the questions I was going to ask you, eh? like both of you. Why do you think he didn't faint and jab or jab and faint? I, I, I mean, I understand that, okay, he might get caught with a single leg from um, DC, but I feel like if you just wait on it, he's going to get it anyways. And uh, if you faint, you can sort of offset that. I don't know. Discuss. Could have been nerves. You know, there's losing the way you did, I'm sure, like really smashes your confidence. I'm sure he was terrified not to get caught again, which ended up leading to him getting get hit much more than he probably would have normally. But I think that probably has the biggest to do with, like, um, in my opinion, you know, it might not be. He, in his interview, says he doesn't know why he fought that way, why he was fighting like that. Um, but to me, it could have been just nerves from the fight. Also, this hand game, he kept, kept getting caught in that hand game, which obviously he wasn't winning. Do you know what I mean? That DC would keep gripping the hand and then he'd throw that overhand, clip him with it. Um, I don't know. I, so it was obviously noticeable. I didn't know if it was just me noticing it that in the first couple of rounds there was just no feints or no head movement yeah. or they were just sort of, he was standing very upright and he's a very strong short puncher. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't, he doesn't load up on his punches or anything like that. They're nice and short and crisp. But um, yeah, he just seemed to stand up really tall, take a lot of punishment. But I guess if I was, do you know what I mean, on DC's side, was there times where if I was his coach and what you needed to do to, to win was take him down and fucking lay on him, then that's what I'd be telling DC to do. Do you know what I mean? Let's not get caught up and give him a chance. In these later rounds, if you can fucking take him down and just lay on him, do it. Do you think I he don't could, know. though, in the later rounds? Yeah, I think I think Miocic probably like it would have been hard for for DC. To get that. I thought I thought DC fought remarkably. I thought that I think that I think that was a that was a great fight for DC. I think he did start fading in the end and getting complacent, but um, especially because I think he like he was once he got tired and slowed down, he was he was complacent. And he was getting tagged and stuff like that. But I thought his first two rounds were phenomenal. Like. Steve Bay took some punishment too. Yeah. He took some really he good took. shots, which I thought like he he could get finished any yeah, any I, second. I hit. thought he was done a couple of times. Like yeah. they were cracker like shots, like massive shots, big ones, and like I think that was it was great. But yeah, like uh, I feel DC needed a plan for if he couldn't put him away. I think mm. he looked like he banked on it a bit bit too much, putting him away, beat him in the boxing fight. I don't know. DC didn't look like he did in the first fight but it didn't look like he was ready to wrestle he looked like he was ready to 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 get in close bomb it out because as the fight progressed when they clinch steeper started getting the better of it he yeah. started getting the big double underhooks pushing dc into the cage getting the high underhooks which yeah. is so important when you're up against the cages to get those underhooks nice and high I was going to ask about that because it looks like because of his height, he could rest his arms sort of over. You're not allowed, allowed to hold. Though. Yeah, you're not allowed to hold, but it looked like his forearms were on top of the cage, which were sort of holding up them, yeah, when, them double underhooks. If which, you're in that position, any time you're in that position, you want to have high underhooks on the yep. cages. High underhooks runs a show. Um, so you want, you want to be able to do that. You know, DC knows that better than anyone. You know, it's not like we're sitting here going, you, yeah, these guys yeah. don't know that. Yeah, like Danny, he knows that better than anyone. And so for him to be at a point where he he wasn't able to execute what is, you know, he knows more than us, any of us here about wrestling and cage wrestling and whatnot. So he could do a seminar. So for him to get to the stage where Stipe was pushing him up, because Stipe is a good wrestler in his own right, but he's not 
two times Olympian yeah. level wrestler. And, but he's a big guy, man, and he's like he's a Division One wrestler, if I'm not mistaken. So for him to get to a point where he's getting to controlling DC on the cage, even if it's for short spurts of time, getting that takedown, that's that's something that um, would sap a lot of energy and confidence from 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 DC as well. I think you know, and it's also showing that he's probably gassed. You know yeah. what I mean? And I also feel, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know you, you, you tell me, Rob, I also feel that if, if you're a wrestler, even if you've done a lot of stand-up, it's hard as well to get the like, proper timing for and the, the, the cardio for striking. Like As in, like, DC's got power and he can strike and everything, but in a five-round striking, like, backwards and forwards... It's, it, it'd be hard. I don't know. I'd imagine it would be hard. It'd be like you trying to wrestle for, for like Khabib does. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's super hard. Because if you're not used to it, you're not like it doesn't come natural for you. You know, it's, um, it's one of the things, things you have to train religiously and just to, to yeah, to get a handle on the, the, efficiency, the efficiency of it. Like when to rest, when you can't, when you got to put in, when you don't, how to, where to slow it down when to speed it up, that sort of thing. Like finding the rhythm of it is different. Because the, the, what I mean by this, I don't, I'm not saying he's not a proficient striker, because I think he is. I think he's a great striker, particularly for MMA with his thing. But I feel like when Stipe was fainting, when Stipe was throwing the, the jabs, there were like the movements, when you talk about Nate Diaz, Nate's, they're so subtle that it looks like he takes them all on his chin. Yeah. But like you say, like his, his shoulders up and he's just moving and getting out of the way. Whereas DC, there's like he probably get, he probably doesn't take a full brunt, but it's like an overreaction. Like when you see the hit, his head goes all yeah. the way back. He's, if the punch comes this way, which is how John Jones caught him, throws a left high kick, his head comes all the way down this way, like the big overreactions. Um, and of course, that doesn't mean he can't fight. That doesn't mean he's not. He's fucking probably, my opinion, right up there with best fighters ever. You know what I mean? Um, but it's funny when they get taken kind of out of their game like i think that five round striking fight with Stipe, i i i never would have thought that that would benefit dc yeah like a five round striking fight yeah striking yeah with and i, I if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure that Stipe is one like golden gloves as an amateur boxer as well yeah i think yeah you know and that that's a decent level to to have that that background as and the longer the fight progresses, the less a lucky shot is going to come into it. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a good fight. It was entertaining to watch, <laughs> but job. I think, do you know what I mean? Both the coaches would have, they would have been sweating. Do you know what I mean? When you're, been... when you're standing there and banging like that, they would have been absolutely sweating and trying to stress to them, like, please, some head movement or some feints or, some, or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he took some shots and you were going, no, is this going to happen again? Like, he's going to get dropped. Dude, he um, got hit so clean so many times. But it's funny because when he got knocked out the first time, it wasn't much, was it? It, it didn't seem like it was it much. Seems like that special spot. Yeah. And then this fight, he took some real punishment. And he just, but if you just, just take kept it going. right on the chin or something, or they just catch you right, you don't see it coming. You don't see anything. Yep. That's that's I it. That, I think that's the biggest part is the unawareness. And then him sticking to his guns, the investment to the body. Oh, the body shots. Because yeah, them first couple of shots, it would, it'd be very easy to get disheartened and think they didn't. Because DC did really good job of like, 
it looked like it didn't hurt. Have you been hit hard in the body? Yeah. I used to have this old crazy guy that would spar up there, old Jim Giroux, and he used to, he always invested the body. And when you would spar him, he'd, no, he'd cripple you. And, and he'd just stand there and laugh. And when, when, like, you take one. Greg Hickey, shout out. Greg <laughs> Yeah, Chris Hickey's brother, who coached the Waratahs and that, Greg Hickey. Mate, he used to, when he hit you in the body, he's a professional boxer and that. He was ranked uh, number two in Australia behind Tony Mundine back in the day. But he used to always invest in the body. That's how he would go. And that's what Stipe did. He invested. It does, you know what I mean? You don't always get to see the, the result. Yeah, you can, but you can poker face one or two body shots. But after, like, maybe. Like 30. Yeah, but, but, like. There was one when he leant down into it and he, he threw that up. And you, that would have. That was the one. I think it might have been around the fourth one in where he really. He knew he was going to go in. He probably going to take a shot going in when he was getting up into it. But he ripped that in with some power, and that from there I went. That's where, yeah, that one's gonna. How? What's the worst body shot you've taken? Um, well, kicked by a southpaw, uh, like in inspiring one. So it was right at the end. So like, as he as he kicked me, so he was a south and he threw a body kick, and it just hit me like shin, like shin, just straight across the liver. And um, yeah, I just the, the round went off, and I couldn't breathe for like a minute. Like I was like, oh, I was at the end of the round. Yeah, it was the round buzzer went off. And like he landed it, buzz went off. Like, and I walked off, and I, like, I just couldn't breathe. I was just standing up there trying to yeah. play it off cool. Like, but it, like, yeah, I almost died. That's the worst one I've ever gotten. They're horrible. Mm. But yeah, I think DC. Do you know what I mean that poker face? But he stuck to his guns. Steve He's A. tough, isn't it? Yeah, Fuck. but Steve A stuck to his guns, and he get down there and dig in. He knew he was going to cop shots getting into that. That then uh, onto it was on DC's uh, right hand side, yeah, wasn't it? So yeah, the further side he had to go, and no, he stuck to it and it paid off. Fuck, investment, mate. Invest into the body. There's there's my tip <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The young guys in there Safe sparring with the headshots. Invest into the body. All right. Um, that's it for us, isn't it? That's it for the for the talking, mate. The oh, talking. you 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 want to you, you want to do this? I understand that it's it's getting on, but it, I feel like I've I've grown as a person and as a fighter, and I want a chance. I All right, let's go. Greatness. Let's do it. I've never I like unlike someone else always turn up to my fights. Oh, I'm here, buddy. You didn't show up last week, did you? Excuse me. You didn't show up last week. Is it <laughs> Mortal Kombat two we played? How dare you, David? Which one does uh, do you let Rob play? Is it Mortal Kombat two? <laughs> Which which one your has he been pom practicing? Pom? Mortal Kombat two A. He's normally play one, but right. is it one? We'll play one. So he doesn't complain and cry. Yeah, fuck. You know these guys probably. I came in here today and they were probably here probably an hour before me playing. Looking up the cheats. No, no, they were here for an hour. I swear to God. No. And Dave's saying, hey, Rob, Rob, do this, Rob. Uh, Rob, Rob, Rob. Here, let me. Fuck. It was fucking disgusting. You're a grown man, dude. You got fucking kids, dude. Hey, listen to yourself. Listen to yourself, mate. You're a fucking mess, mate. I'm so ready. You're a fucking mess. I forget the buttons though. You're never going to be allowed. Back. Oh, can I just announce this while uh, Robert does this? We're going to start doing food reviews very, very soon. We're going to pick a suburb from Sydney or wherever we are. Um, like if we're in Sydney, we're going to pick Sydney. Press start. And um, we're going to do food review. We're probably our first one in the next couple of weeks is going to be uh, pho. pho. 
So soup from uh, Cabramatta from my childhood. So we'll st- we'll kick off there. Here we go, mate. Wait, Wait I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Care. I'm not ready, man. I don't care. Well, I jumped in there. <laughs> Bitch. Fuck. what you get. It's what you get, son. <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Hold on. I lost. I don't know what's going on. Maybe you're trying to take advantage of it. Oh, bullshit. The yeah. fucking screen went blank. Oh yeah. oh yeah? That's bullshit. <laughs> that was bullshit. The screen went blank. And there's a new champion. The screen went blank. Come I on. know, and I pressed block and you were going, yeah, 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 nah, yeah, 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 Come on, man. There's cheating and then there's cheating. Did you figure out block? Easy work. I know how to block one. No, you can't. That's not a what? You know what's insulting is that it... Block is actually B. It makes sense. Hey, the the screen went blank. Hope, yeah, that's hope, not a win. Hope you can sleep well tonight, brother. That's not a win, dude. You, you got to play. Well. Hope you can sleep. He well, turned. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Signing off, Grange TV. <laughs> Are you serious, David? You turned <laughs> the screen off for him. Uh, no, no, I'm good. Okay, cool. New champ. My dad raised a man, obviously. So yours didn't. But um, David, that was low even for you, buddy. Oh yeah. You saw what he did, Eli. <laughs> you were going ahead. You were like, thank you, guys. Spinning. Thanks a lot. Don't be like Rob, guys. Whatever you do, don't be like Rob. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Take it easy, guys. Thank you.